family-friendly February coming to a close with a bang. Probably one of the biggest bangs in Troy's 2018, we're talking about one of his favorite films of last year with the sequel to what we talked about last week with Paddington 2. How, how did it turn out for me? Do I share the same sentiments? Will our friendship officially end? <laughs> you may be witnessing history on a very will they or won't they edition of the review marmalade that is a hard stare jesus now i know how it feels it legit did get warm in here welcome to the review review a show where two small town dudes give your big friendly opinions i'm troy to the max extreme well, I'm a bear. <laughs> today we are going over one of my top favorite films of 2018 yeah just to find out what does jt think is he we'll a curmudgeon? We'll Does he see. not like friendliness? Bah humbug, Troy! <laughs> and to celebrate our last outing for our family-friendly February, we yes. have a childlike beer. <laughs> a beer for the children. A s'more-flavored shiner. Uh, a good old ale. Yeah. A Spetzel from Spetzel Brewery. In, in good old, Shiner, Texas. Good old Shiner, Texas. So, down the hatch, I suppose, huh? How do you yeah. like it so far? That's good. I mean, it's definitely ale but it's still, you can taste those notes of chocolate and uh, marshmallow. It's kind of got a chemically marshmallowy taste. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not like, yeah. You're not getting, like, the marshmallow. <laughs> All right. But it's I appreciate subtle. I appreciate that it's more subtle. It's not like in your face, That's like true. we're a sweet beer, right? So it just tastes like peeps. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Puke me. <Yeah. laughs> Puke me, the... boy. <laughs> I don't know what. Give that me even a burpin, boy. <laughs> just the dad makes his kids act, treat him like a baby. <laughs> Give me my baba, boy. Oh. <laughs> uh. And I am, am I mistaken? Are those new glasses? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what a visual thing to talk about on our <laughs> audio. I just wanted to make sure I'm a good friend. Calling good. out when you have something new. Good. I don't want, you didn't uh, say anything about my haircut. Did you get a haircut, Troy? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing. You're welcome. <laughs> Enough of that shit. Why don't we oh, get in? <laughs> Why don't we just get in to some straight up hardcore news? Hard. And I'm talking hard, babe. Ugh. <laughs> well, I'm talking Mortal Kombat 11. Did you see who just joined the roster as of this day in 2019? Who? A fan favorite, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Is back. Oh, I saw that. Someone tweeted on my uh, Twitter that. Uh, <laughs> Where you do tweets. <laughs> right. right. You look like a geek. He is an older fella. <laughs> he, 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 uh, but I, uh, kind of liked it. His, like, fighting style is, like, 
action movie karate kind yeah. of yeah. along with his like shadow kicks and like force balls and stuff like that oh yeah and uh he can call in a stunt double to hold the his opponent and he comes in and punches and kicks him and stuff i want to say they had that in the last one too oh did they i think so i thought he wasn't in the last last he wasn't the last one yeah they're because him and he's in it cassie cage right yeah his daughter i thought it it was just her no um and then (laughs) no yeah because he's the one that does the here's johnny when he oh that's right he pulls the rib cage apart and sticks his head through the fucking cavity (laughs) (laughs) when you said cavity that made me just feel (laughs) ill uh, but this one is, uh, fatality is, is like a play on his glitch fatality in Mortal Kombat 2 where he would uppercut him three times. Yeah. Where he goes to uppercut him once and like punches her jaw off and he's like, ah, I didn't feel that one. That was good. So then you get to see the, like the board clap, like, all right, take oh, two. Perfect. And he comes in and does it again. He's like, who hired this guy? And then it goes to <laughs> another board clap and he comes in and finally punches her head off and it like sticks onto his hand oh fantastic it's, it's good stuff and then That's he takes awesome. out a johnny cage action figure and puts it in the nut punch split and then he just like gives the finger from behind it's <laughs> it's amazing i can't that wait awesome to be a johnny cage in i this hope they game. do bring back cassie cage for this one though because she was fun in the last one yeah from what she was like a I valley gir- yeah, she was like a valley girl type mm-hmm. i think one of her fatalities was she just like shot a dude in the head and then put bubble gum in like the bullet hole and then it filled full of blood until it popped. <laughs> yeah. Grotesque. <laughs> it's about as gross as that cavity word you said just before. Uh, but yeah, cavity. I love Mortal Kombat. It's one of my favorite things ever. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this, especially that time guy or whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell that is. Hourglass. The time looking, guy. The time guy. Oh, that's his name. I think it's a girl, isn't it? Time chick. Time guy. But it also is just her name is Time Guy. Yeah, her name is Time Guy. (laughs) That's right. Why not? It could be a different universe. Things mean different things in different universes. Yep. Uh, JT, Hmm. pretty soon, up and coming here, we got a stacked uh, blockbuster real early part of the year. Yeah. Coming up pretty soon. Yeah. We got lots of stuff coming Captain up. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Shazam. Coming up. Yep. Hellboy. Yes. And we also got that Avengers Endgame. So many. So many. Endgame specifically. We have a box office estimate already. Oh boy. <laughs> of what it is. Is gonna be. get that opening bill? <laughs> oh Jesus. Almost. <laughs> so Infinity Wars opening weekend box office. Was a staggering $258 million. Sheesh. Endgame is estimated to blow that out of the water already. <sighs> I can imagine. And approaching $300 million Oof. for its opening weekend alone. S- more money than some movies make in their entire theatrical yeah. run. Uh, but this one is uh, estimated at just below at $282 million. I... I, you know what? I hope it hits it. I hope this Might as well. sets a precedent that will never be hit again. Might as well. <laughs> this, is de- this is the continuation of something people have been waiting for for 10 years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've actually, because they've been putting out more TV spots for it. Yeah. I've been trying to stay clear of those as much as I can. Because oh, yeah. 
they'll be auto playing like on Twitter and oh, yeah. Facebook and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, get out of here! I don't want to <laughs> see it. I don't even want to see like Captain Marvel stuff to be honest. Well, I heard that all of their promotional stuff they're they're only going to show the first twenty minutes. Even though I even that's like too much. I I don't want to know nothing. <laughs> I'm stepping back. I don't. I want. I want to be there for it all. I don't want to be like, okay, seen this, I've seen it, seen it. It's Hurry up! Shit. Hurry up! First twenty minutes. <laughs> I got places to be. Might as well take a snooze during yeah. this. I'll get all seen my peas it. out right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's a big buttload of money. God, Disney's yeah. gonna rake it in this year. It's, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. And the fact that they're probably going to make most of their money off of just rehashing old shit. <laughs> like not even yeah. being creative. Right. Just remaking things, but with people. Yes. They're doing that. Finishing up two big... Well, finishing up Star Wars, this run of it. Yeah. Finishing up this kind of run of Avengers. Yeah. Doing Aladdin. Doing Toy Story 4. Lion King. Lion King. Christ. <laughs> it's sickening. <sighs> Cavity. <laughs> That's how sick it is. Feeling um, just filling that cavity <laughs> of a of a summer summer movie season. Full of Dolores. Uh well, while we're on the Disney train, Disney probably with its box office alone from Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Uh is Reportedly going to try to buy out Warner Media's stake in Hulu. Now, what I found out when I did the research on this is yeah. that so Disney ABC own thirty percent, yeah. Uh, Fox own thirty percent. Comcast NBC yeah owned another thirty, and then Warner Media owned the last ten. Yeah, which I had no idea they even had a stake in that. So they're Stake in it, if they were to get bought out, is less than a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, whatever. Disney's yeah. got the money anyway. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so they would buy them out, and that would leave them with a staggering 70% stake in Hulu. Yeah. Are they just going to make Hulu their streaming channel then? Like, why do they want Hulu so bad? I don't know. <laughs> I, I The only thing I can recollect, and this is even like a rumor, is that they would put their more adult oriented things that they're like gaining from Fox and all these other properties yeah. on Hulu. Yeah. And their Disney plus option would be like their big franchise things like star oh, Wars, gotcha. Avengers, gotcha. Toy story, you know, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. for the family. Yeah. As much as like Avengers all dying can be for a family. <laughs> <laughs> but there's going to be a big sensor bar over everyone disappearing at the end. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what uh, I think the internet is pretty much has a common consensus. That's yeah. what they want to do. I'm just what, imagining now, like, you just bouncing Macy on your knee, pointing at the TV as <laughs> everyone is dying. <laughs> yeah. Look! Look, Mace, he don't feel so good! Look, he's dying! <laughs> I love you. Does I have her in a headlock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I swear. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I just have to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. For for legal reasons. I do. You don't want child services to show up tomorrow and be like, so we're, we're fans, and... Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> we were listening last night. Uh, love the show. Yeah. Hey, Troy, big fan. So, by the way... Got a question. We need to, uh, we need to go over this. <laughs> Roughly seven minutes into your podcast, you stated as... 
had your kid in a headlock. Yeah. Just looks over their Just glasses over at their gla- me. <laughs> uh, Sir. If you would have noted in minute eight, I said I was just joking and I had to say that out loud for you to hear it. Yep. Apparently you're too Get busy off my scribbling yeah. off your tri-carbon copy notepad. <laughs> Do you listen to the whole show before you fucking show up like this? Yeah. You douche. Yeah. You douchers. I love, I love how we're yelling at these hypothetical people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sometimes we just go off the rails. Tell you what. Hey, you know what's on the rails? Hey! This is a terrible segue. Still wrestling, JT. Yeah. Your passion. It's what I live for. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Has co-signed off. Now, I don't know how big a news this is. It's probably no news. I have okay. a hard time actually finding any news today. Okay. But he signed off on Kevin Owens using the stunner <laughs> as a finishing maneuver. Okay. Pretty cool, huh? Wow, just handing Can't, down, just handing down the mantle. That's right. You can have it now. It's yours. I welcome you. He's like Brad Pitt and Troy. Take it. Take it. It's, it's yours. yours. <laughs> Remember when that came out? I would do that to you all the time. <laughs> all the time. Just because it was your name. All the time you did it. It was so funny every time too. Take it. It's yours, Troy. <laughs> So there you go. You can see more stunners on SmackDown or whatever. Good. Who cares? <laughs> Last bit of news I have, JT. Aquaman yes. hit the world by storm last year. So much so that it was more than likely to gain a sequel. Yes. And apparently a spinoff of The Trench sometime, which no. sounds awful. No. But uh, Aquaman 2 is slated for a December... 2022 release. All right. A little winter release there. Getting a, getting a chance to get ready for it. That's right. He's got, really, at that point in time, nothing else competing with it. Yeah. Unless those Avatar movies are ever going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Which, who knows at this point. It's a, it's a toss-up at this point. Yeah. James Cameron is just going to bury himself in a some underwater mausoleum with all the final cuts of those movies. <laughs> You're all mine. <laughs> so people have to go in a submarine to go retreat. They'll never it. love you as much as I do, <laughs> Avatar sequels. That's why I will only appreciate them. Joke's on him. No one will ever get them. <laughs> God. Uh, but that's all my news. That's all I got, JT. Yeah, those Avatar sequels are never happening. Ugh. At least I hope not. Or what, what is it? They supposed to come out happening. 2021 or something that's coming out? I Maybe next year. Fucking cr- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Troy, you ever get into Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. I attempted. I just couldn't get into that first season. All right. Oh, shut up, computer. <laughs> well, my computer watches it. All right. I guess. Uh, anyways, it's getting renewed for another season on NBC. Hmm. So I'm I'm happy because I think they've they've stepped it up a little bit now that yeah. they're on NBC, kicked it up a notch. Bam! Wasn't NBC like their sixth season? Because it was originally on Fox, right? Yes. And then yep. it got picked up by NBC. Yep. Yeah. So now they're they're on their sixth season right now. Okay. Because Fox is gonna cancel them. So they finally got into it by their sixth season. Is no, that what I think you're they have been good. Oh, okay. It's just that I think they were going a little down. Okay. And now they're picking it back up. All right. Okay. 
They're oh my god. You're not the just, only person that says it's good, but I'm just yeah. like I tried like the first like five episodes. I'm like I don't care about this. You need to it. it you kind of have to slog through like maybe the first season or so just for them to get their get their groove on. Yeah. But oh my god, it's it's worth it just for Raymond Holt, like the the main, <laughs> like the the uh, gay captain of uh-huh. the whole thing. Uh-huh. He's just. He's so dry about everything. <laughs> there was like the last episode they had. It's called the Honey Pot, where like some guy <laughs> sends, uh, like he's looking for a new secretary. So they, uh, like the m- main head of it all, like sends like a spy to uh, seduce him. But they're just like talking so dry and direct to each other. <laughs> and he just like looks over every once in a while, like, "Did you see what that whore did?" <laughs> uh brother like oh it's just so good it's just like he was talking to me about oak oak barrels the other day little slut (laughs) well that does sound good calling people sluts and whatnot but i don't know if i can wait six seasons for it to get there it gets good before that though troy i'm just saying you said you said. Yeah. <laughs> you say. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine gets good in season six. <laughs> I only uh. hear what I want to. <laughs> Lisa Loeb. Check her out sometime. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Troy. Yes. We're going to be talking about it on Monday, but the Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. already got renewed for a second season. Good. On Netflix. Good. Which is good, yeah, because they, uh, a little bit of cliffhanger. Whew, was not it? To, not, to, not to spoil too much, but a little bit of cliffhanger. It gives a, a bit of a a good old uh, jump start to want to know what happens in a season two, for sure. Yeah. Good oh, on them. Yeah. More on, on that on Monday, though, More, eh? Yeah. Don't want to don't give away too much. Blow the wad right now, JT. <laughs> Jeez. Warm me up first. <laughs> Buy me dinner first. Warm me up first. <laughs> uh, Troy? Yes? Got a little bit of a revival to talk to you about. Beverly Hills 90210 <sighs> coming to Fox. Finally. Back, baby. They're back at home. They're back, baby. <laughs> so is this another revamp of it? Is what I you're think saying? so. Yeah, because it wasn't there like one on like UPN or something. Uh, they just called it nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, where it was like younger, younger people. In, in the... Yeah, yeah, it was just a total remake. I don't care about this at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, are they bringing back the original cast now that's mm. like fifty? I hope so. I hope Probably so not. too, because that would be gross. Probably not, because people want to see. Hot people banging. Are they still hot though that they're 50? I don't know. They'd be cougars for sure. For sure. For sure. For Cooking it sure. up. Do you think they'll come back with some sweet sideburns? Ooh. They started that sideburn craze in oh, the. Luke uh, Perry. I know. Mamma oh, mia. Mamma mia. <laughs> uh, Troy? <laughs> Quiet Place 2. Yeah. Guess John Krasinski. Quieter places. John Krasinski <laughs> is on to direct. Okay. And I think Emily Blunt will be back as well. Okay. So we will see. 
won't we? Will it be as good as the first? Bring it on. We'll see. I personally don't think it really warranted a sequel. I liked it. I just think a sequel, uh, I think fleshing out this universe a little bit, I don't think will be like as, you, you know, like uh, once you like learn too much about like the threat, it kind of like loses its mystique. Mm-hmm. It, and then even when you go back, you're like, oh, now I have, like, a bunch of context now. And I'm like, now these things I don't care about at all. Yeah. And, like, now that they know that it's like, oh, we need to find, like, a, a certain frequency to just fucking kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the monsters did look cool. Yeah. But, like, uh, I don't know, make it good. The first one was good. Oh, yeah. Let's, why not? Give it a shot. Do whatever you want. Sure. I don't care. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Live your life. Yeah, do whatever. Live your life, John. Jesus. John. Well, Troy, uh-huh. we had a huge awards week this past week. Did we? We did. We had, uh, of course, the Oscars. But uh-huh. before we talk about those, mm-hmm. got to talk about those Razzies. Mm. The Razzies took place, but they take place the day before uh-huh. the Oscars, of course, as always. Right. Uh, who do you think won the big Golden Raspberry for? Uh, Worst picture of the year. Worst picture. Uh, I don't know everybody that was nominated, but I'm, I'll just say Holmes and Watson. It was Holmes and Watson. Was it really? Yes. That was just a guess. Man. Good on me. Which is crazy because I would have sworn that Gotti probably would have been even worse. Apparently but it's... Maybe that Holmes and Watson is just fucking terrible. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm kind of curious to see it. <laughs> see how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that bad? It's just like I want to waste my time like watching something so I love horrible. Wa- like I, I know I, I do too though, but it's like I just love watching terrible movies because like that's how you really get to like pull apart like how insane certain people are. <laughs> like yeah. they people made this thinking it was going to be funny. Yeah. And now I want <laughs> I want I want to get to know what drives what like what made them so crazy? Yeah. What hurt them yeah. that now they, <laughs> yeah. that they think that this is actual entertainment that they needed to do this yeah. that this is something they needed to do? Yeah. I'm I am still fascinated by Book of Henry, just by how <laughs> absolutely what is how going absolutely on? insane it is. Like yeah. he put all of this together and was like, "This is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> this is good." <laughs> I'm putting my name on this. My name is going to be all over this. Stamping it done. Yeah. It is perfect. Like, how the hell do you make that? And you're like, yeah, it's for kids. (laughs) There's only a weird assassination scene in it. (laughs) That's different. Uh, Book of Henry, check it out sometime. It is a messed up. Fucking Henry. It is a messed up movie. Yeah, listen to our review on it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, dip your toes in that before you just dive right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I even put it up as a uh, as a throw as a flashback not too long ago. Also, so check it out. Mm-hmm. Check book it of Henry. Out. Book of Henry. Check it out. But of course, we have the Oscars. Troy, yes. did you watch any of it? No. I I listened to a podcast where they watched the Oscars. <laughs> okay. So I did that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um. Like Was green... that spill? Yeah. Double toasted. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. I, they've been double toasted forever, and I, I still call them spill. It's easier. <laughs> it is. Spill's easier. But, um, I'm trying to remember. 
Uh, I know Best Picture one was Green Book. I heard that. Um, to everybody's big fart sound. Yeah. Everyone hated that and it won. I don't think everyone hated it. It's just like, really? That? That one did, huh? Really, out of, all, out of everything. You pick that. I think that one is like one I knew the least about. So, of course, yeah. that one was going to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I was kind of thrown back by was fucking Rami Malek winning for Best Actor as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Who it's was like, he up against? Like a lot of people. <laughs> like, uh, let me look it up. Yeah, because it, it's... Didn't Bohemian Rhapsody I mean, also win for Best Editing? Yeah, it or... won for Best Editing, which is hilarious because <laughs> they, there's a thing you can find. I think you can even look it up on YouTube. Like, they show a scene from Bohemian Rhapsody where they do 30 cuts in 45 seconds. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. More than half of them are just people mugging for the camera. <laughs> and that, that won for Best Editing. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It... Because I heard somewhere, like, Brian May from Queen, like, fucking politicked his ass off to, like, get this movie noticed. Yeah. So, like, it's literally showing how fucking full of shit the Oscars are. Mm. Like, they're just... If you, like, blow them just in the slightest, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, your movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, you want your movie to win? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, all about... It's... Ugh. I don't know. Cavity. <laughs> it's a real cavity. <laughs> yeah, it it's just it hurts. I'm just not I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody. I, <laughs> I I don't know. Somebody was trying to tell me like if I like Queen, I should watch that. And I'm like, "No. I know. I I I totally agree with you. But it's kind of like I don't even remember who was telling me now. Well, I guess it's like a person doesn't really care about any of that stuff. And it's like, no, you will love it. And I'm like, okay, well, I heard it's just like not even <laughs> like real. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> uh, they play with your emotions, man. Brian May. It's just <laughs> fucking with everyone. It's yeah, it's just not good. Yeah, and they, like, won, like, all of, like, the sound stuff, too. Like, sound editing and sound mixing. Like, I was really hoping for a quiet place for sound editing. Mm. I thought that was going to be good. Just because they had, they could play with all of, like, the lack of sound. Yeah. But, of course, they didn't do that. Fuckers. <laughs> um, yeah, but Rami Malek beat Bradley Cooper... For a Star is Born, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, and Christian Bale for Vice. Mm. Which I heard Christian Bale is like really fucking good in Vice. I wanted to see Vice. Yeah, I'll see it sometime. It looks, it looks good, and Christian Bale like unless you know that it's him under that makeup, yeah, like you can even tell. Did he gain all that weight to be Cheney? I think he did. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw a picture of him, and he's got, like, a fucking belly. I am fucking blown away. Yeah. Because I kept seeing tweets, like, this last weekend, for whatever reason now, they're just talking about how big Christian Bale got or how small he gets for roles. Yeah. And I'm like, I could have sworn that's, like, a fat suit. No, it wasn't. 
Holy shit, <laughs> yeah. Bale. Like, I heard, like, he, like, legit, like, went as far as, like, just eating straight butter or something oh, to, like, to God. fucking gain all that weight. His heart. I know. His heart. I saw, like, someone put up a tweet where they, it was, like, it was just, like, it said, I'm a body guy. <laughs> and it was just, like, fucking a scene of Christian Bale from The Machinist, <laughs> from Batman Begin from from Batman Begins, from uh, The Fighter, and then from Vice. God. And it's like, oh, my God. He's... He's gonna die. He can't live. <laughs> I, actually, I actually saw a tweet, and I I wish I knew who who wrote it because it was really funny. It's like, can't Hollywood hire fat actors so Christian Bale can stay alive? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Man, yeah, no, the Oscars. Uh, from what I heard, I didn't watch them, but from what I heard, the Oscars sounded a lot better without a fucking host. Oh yeah, like they went by a lot faster. Were they still like four hours long? Um, it was like three. Mm. I'm stoked that uh, Into the Spider Verse won for best animated mm-hmm. feature. That's like the best news I got out of the whole thing. I think. Yeah. And Black Panther won for like best best uh, costumes. Score. Yeah, best like costumes and, and score. Okay, I can see that. There's a lot of like uh, inventive costume design. Yeah, in that I think movie. Black Panther won like three Oscars altogether. That's pretty cool. So they they're officially beating DC, Troy. <laughs> Marvel's officially beating DC. Didn't they win like a, the same Oscar that Suicide Squad won for like best costumes? <laughs> no, uh, Suicide Squad won for best makeup, and I can't remember who won for best makeup. I think oh. that was I think Vice won for best makeup. <laughs> but didn't tell and didn't. Anybody tell them that was just Christian Bale not in a fat suit? <laughs> no, but they had to. Yeah, best makeup was Vice, but no, okay. they had to. They actually had to like make up Christian Bale's face. Right. Yeah. I but, get it. And I guess like uh, Sam Rockwell kind of looks like George W. Bush in it too. Mm-hmm. So hey, there you go. Good job, Vice. You done done it. You there you go. Done done it. Another one that I heard people were bitching about was First Man winning for Best Special Effects, like, up against, like, Avengers Infinity War. (laughs) Those blockbusters will never, like, be in there for, even for, like, things that they deserve for, like, effects and shit like that. Mm -hmm. 90% of that movie, there's nobody standing in front of the screen. It's not even people. It's all CGI. But Josh Brolin looked really... Just for Josh Brolin alone in Infinity War. Oh, yeah. It felt like... I completely agree. You needed, it needed a fucking something. Right. Like, when they get close to his face, you can see his fucking stubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone, like, animated that. They were like, no, he needs stubble. Right. Why? Get up close. Go home! <laughs> get Go up home close, to your, you'll know why. Go home to your wife! <laughs> Stop staying at till 3 a.m. making stubble on Thanos. <laughs> Empty that piss bucket yeah. under your desk. <laughs> Just a few more whiskers. <laughs> oh my god. But no, yeah, the Oscars are full of shit, but I had fun <laughs> listening to them. Oh, that's good. I-, I did watch Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's rendition of Shallow, and it looked like they were gonna fuck each other at the end of that. <laughs> I think I saw a screen grab of my it. God. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Yeah, you're a married man, Bradley Cooper. Over here looking like you're about to just Put fucking... Put it in. Yeah. <laughs> Think he's about to bury his face in her something. In her something, something. Some somethings. 
Golly. So there we go, the Oscars. Boy, sure, howdy. everyone everyone else knows. If you want to know anything we didn't bring up, you can look them Just up. Just look it on the internet. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Well, is that all your news? Yeah. Perfect. But I do have a bit. Holy shit. I do have a bit, Troy. God damn it. Dude, whip hey. out. Whip out the bit. Whip out the bit <laughs> for news bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bits. Boop, 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 boop. Take the thumbnail! Neil, we have fun here. Neil, we were having so much fun. <laughs> Come here and try and defend yourself sometime, you piece of shit. <laughs> Troy, dying at 48. Oh my god. Yeah, from a suicide. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, comedian Brody Stevens. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Passed away. There's a lot of uh, uh, his comedian friends on Twitter this last week. Yeah. Just celebrating his life and stuff. Yeah. He's like one of those guys where, like, I never really knew his name, but every time I saw him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he did, um, like, because I, I don't think I've ever seen one of his standout specials, but I saw, like, I've seen, like, little bits of his, like, when he'd be, like, on At Midnight or, like, other, like, little bit shows kind of like that. Yeah. Always thought he was great. Oh, yeah. And apparently, I guess he, like, opened for At Midnight, too, to did, like, warm up the crowd and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't know why I'm bringing up At Midnight. The show hasn't been on for, like, two years, but... Sure, I think you missed At Midnight. I loved that show! <laughs> I thought it was great! Bring it back, you God, assholes! Lee. I loved At Midnight. Anywho, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's gone now, just like Brody Stevens. Mm -hmm. One will be remembered fondly. Brody Stevens. <laughs> yeah. 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 You will At be midnight, missed. we'll always have that odd tarnish of maybe Chris Hardwick is like <laughs> a sexual yep. her her harasser. <laughs> yeah. Alleged. Yep. But but he's talk he's still talking though. He's still talking that dead. Good. Does he do more than I doesn't he host everything? Doesn't he host like a game show? I fucking no. Anyway, this is, should be about Brody Stevens. Yeah, it should be about Brody Stevens. <laughs> So your contributions to the comedy world are obviously sorely yep. missed. Yeah, hopefully you by... uh, you have uh, found the piece you've been looking for. That's that's right. That's all you can really hope for. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, well, G.T. Tis done. Tis tis done. Tis done. Tis done. Tis done. Tis done. That means we got some trailers to be talking about. The footage is out there. The it's movie there. is done. Just fucking put the movie out put already. It out. What the hell are you doing tickling my balls with these trailers? <laughs> when you could be just giving me the fucking movie. Uh, I only have one, and then I have comments on two other trailers okay. that aren't out yet. Oh, shit. But I want to just bring them up during this segment instead. Fair so like right. go go ahead. Do you oh, do yours? I, I got two trailers. Troy. I, I probably have one of yours. I'm sure you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> fucking nerd. Uh, I watched the 
full-fledged trailer for Rocket Man. Uh, yes. The Elton John biopic. Mm-hmm. I want to like it. But? But I still have that Bohemian Rhapsody oh, feel from it. Oh, bad taste in your mouth. Like, I'm even seeing scenes that remind me of Bohemian Rhapsody where it's, like, him playing and everyone just stopping and being like, Oh, oh my, my God. What the fuck am I witnessing? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. He's fucking playing the piano. He came up with that song just now. <laughs> He is a fucking god. <laughs> oh, I feel so real. I'm here. What heaven did you come from, sir? You can me. Oh, my God. And I said, softly. Slowly. <laughs> Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Count the headlights <laughs> on the highway. Dun, 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 dun. Lay me down <laughs> if she's around. <laughs> Etc. There you go. Oh, see danger. Perfect. And we're singing Elton John. We're howling. <laughs> like howling like wolves in here. Yeah. Right. Talking Elton about John, Rocket Man, Rocket the movie. Man, Elton John movie. Taron Egerton. Ooh, Eggsy. Is he singing in this? Like, is it actually his voice? It might be. Because it didn't sound like... Yeah. It sounded just off of Elton John, but a pretty good like yeah. impersonation, I think. Oh, yeah. Hot. And uh, Chelsea is getting We're real talking about how right hot Elton John is. And it looks like they're going to have <laughs> musical numbers in it, which is, which is what is getting me, like, happy for it. Amped. I kind of want to see that amped. You're getting it's amped. Getting nasty, horny. Yeah, it's getting me so horny. So horny. Yeah. Oh, that was racist. Oh, oh my God. Why'd I do that? Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> Troy, go wait. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> I am in the corner. Technically. That's you in the corner. Easy. Is that yeah. you in the corner right yeah. now? Don't put me in the corner. Or the spotlight. By your first name. Yeah, my daughter called me by my first name today. She's not even two. <laughs> How insulting that is. Could have been worse. Could have called you a dickhead. That's true. I don't like wash my mouth very well in front of her. <laughs> oh, as you scoff. You know I don't. That deserves a Paul laugh. <laughs> Paul won't even listen to this to get it. Yeah, let's bring him back on again so we can talk about his cell phone his for 30 fucking minutes. fucking cell phone unboxing. What a joke. Never back on the show again. <laughs> Not ever. <laughs> I'm ba he's banned. This is <laughs> yeah. If you talk about your cell phone for more than 30 minutes, you're banned from the show. Anything <laughs> with this tech crunch? Get out of here. Just a bunch of Apple listeners just jerking off. Listen to our, like listen to our Blade Runner twenty forty nine episode. Yeah. <laughs> what a butt munch. Um. Anyway, Rocket Man. I didn't watch the trailer, but from the sounds of it, it it sounded promising to me. Yeah. I heard you listening to it. Yeah. Or I heard you watching the it. The musical numbers here. look fun in it. I do. I do want to see it, but there are still those scenes where it's like. 
people are witnessing the second coming of Christ because he played the first few notes of Rocket Man. Ah. Where it's like, okay, you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's fancy costumes in this, it looks like. Oh, God, yes. He's dressed Extravagant. like... Extravagant. I'm pretty sure he's actually dressed like a peacock at one point. <laughs> oh, great. I love it. Uh, any other trailer? Uh, I saw the trailer uh. for... Uh, uh. uh. Look before... Uh. I saw uh, uh. <laughs> This is the rest of the show, guys. Get ready for it. Yeah, we've already given up. <laughs> Enough. Get ready for Paddington 2. Yeah, it's coming right it's around the corner. It's going to be coming around after we're done uhing for... Uh, uh. <laughs> um, saw the trailer for Detective Pikachu. Yes. The that's second the, one. That's the one I got, too. Uh... I'm kind of falling into this idea a yeah. little bit. This trailer kind of turned me around. It looks fun. The the uh, the special effects look really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I I don't know anything about Pokemon, but I mean, it looks like it's gonna go so insane that it won't really, even really matter. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, that I work with today, uh, he's a little bit younger than me, but he. Uh, Pokemon was his jam. It came out right at the right time for yeah. his age. Yeah. And so, like, he... It's, like, nostalgic for him and everything. Yeah. He's really looking forward to seeing the movie. Or he asked me, and he's like... I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. And he, like, cut him to his core that I was so nonchalant about it. <laughs> and then uh, he was saying that it's probably going to be the best-received video game movie ever. And I'm like, yes, kind of. I, I guess yeah. it wasn't. I it wasn't a video game first. Yeah, it was a card game first, right? Or no, it was an anime first. I don't know what it was first. I think it might have been a card game first. Regardless, if it is received well, it probably technically would probably be the best yeah. reviewed video game movie ever. Yeah, but it's like something they took major liberties with. Yeah, they like took it. To the point where it doesn't even really resemble yeah. what it is it's anymore. Like you, it's like if you remade Pulp Fiction with the characters of Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a good movie, but it's they're not drawing the such material at all. <laughs> yeah, so you, you win some, you lose some. It looks great. I think uh, from this trailer, too, they may have like put an extra few layers onto some of that CG. Because I, yeah. I, I thought it looked more impressive this time. Yeah. But may, I can't ever tell because I, I can't... Re it's a cool style because you can still tell it's cartoonish, but, like, they add texture to enough stuff where it looks like it could be real. Yeah. It's still in that way past that uncanny valley, though, where it's like, these can't even be real animals. Yeah. Because I know they're, like, kind of... Well, at least the first few Pokemon are, like, kind of based on, like, realistic animals or whatever. Yeah. And there's been, like... Uh, Instagram artists and like DeviantArt artists who've since Pokemon have come out and have done like realistic takes on them. Yeah. Where like Squirtle is like a real turtle but just has like cannons on them and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm like, see, that's, I like that. Yeah. But that's not where it's going. But, yeah, it, but that would, like... be, that would deviate too much from what a Squirtle actually looks like that <laughs> people is... would probably be like, fuck, this. deviates too much from a Squirtle. Can yeah. you imagine that's even a sentence you just said? Look, I dive deep and in, scientifically into my Pokemon, Troy. Really. <laughs> Your Squirtles. Yep. Uh, I was. I, I went to college for Squirtle biology. All right. 
Well, then I guess you're the expert. Yeah, I dissected one. And... <laughs> I had to kill it first. Yeah, I had to. I had to smother it with a plastic bag. <laughs> it, was, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Uh, yeah. You don't. You, you can only learn the most from a squirtle when you look into its eyes and it's dying, <laughs> and then cut him right open. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, it looks it looks fun. I'm gonna tell you what, and I. When I first heard that Ryan Reynolds was going to be the voice of Pikachu, I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. But I'm falling into it. Yeah. I mean, it's still like watching Deadpool as Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. it's if it's funny, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to uh, educate uh, Molly Pop on Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place the other day. She didn't even know it existed. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm sure there's plenty of shit where, like, yeah. I barely remember it. I know it is a thing, and I know Ryan Reynolds was on it. Dude, I remember watching the fuck out of it when it was on. I think it was, like, part of TGIF. Maybe near the end. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Hey, Google. Was Two Guys, A Girl, in a Pizza Place a part of TGIF? I think that's too specific of a question. Sorry, I'm not sure how to help with that yet. I knew it. What are you good for, Google? She's listening at all times. God damn it. I am wired to the brim with those around the house. She's gonna, Do not fucking She's going to send like nanobots into my house. And <laughs> I'm just going to like show up the next, I'm going to show up next week and just like totally wide eyed at just like talking about, Troy, did you buy more Google stuff? <laughs> you should really look more into more Google things. Did you hear that the Nest security camera had a secret microphone in it? Not to listen. Just to be there. Yeah. We don't want to hurt you. <laughs> but we can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. The other trailers that I got um, is that. So like two weeks ago, Mike Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, said that there's going to be a new Hellboy trailer coming soon. Yeah. It's going to be better than the first one. It's going to be, be the tits. It's going to be the best fucking thing <laughs> in the world, bro. Which he would never say. <laughs> but that trailer is still not come. And yeah. Hellboy is so soon. It is yeah. coming out in mere weeks. It's, yeah. Like, uh, at least in a, in a couple months. Uh, it's... Let me see. Like six weeks. I have it on my. Pretty much. I have it on our calendar because I figured we were going to review it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Obviously. Of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Not April. April 14th. You beat me. Yep. April 14th. Yes. Yes, 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 oh, no. yes. April 12th. Oh, but the weekend's the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great. <laughs> Glad we finally nailed it. But, uh, where, where is it? Where's all the stuff for it? Is it waiting for, like, Captain Marvel hype to die down, maybe? They're doing, they're doing, playing Endgame, Troy. They only showed us the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, even that whole part where <laughs> it looks like they're in hell and he's got the whole horns on and stuff. That's first the first 20, 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to see more of this. The first trailer threw me for a bit of a loop. Yeah. Didn't know how to take it, really. It didn't seem too happy, Troy. I I'm, I kind of uh, settled into it on its, like, third watch. I'm like, okay, this might be okay. 
has no tone of Hellboy at all. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. What do I know, right? I've only read it a bunch of times. Yeah, of course. <sighs> of course. Of course. Of course. The other trailer I wanted to just chat about is that apparently there's a Dark Phoenix trailer coming tomorrow oh. or the day that this drops. Yeah. Uh, I've been hearing nothing but abysmal things about that movie. I know. I can't wait. Even multiple test screenings of it have just coming are coming back. So negative yeah. that this movie is just going to hit like a fucking lead balloon. <laughs> That's going go for nowhere. June 7th. Dark Phoenix? Yeah. Because I have that on our agenda. All right. That'd be a good one. Do. That'd be a good one to go see and complain about, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> God. We should. I, 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 yeah. I guess. It's like my argument on like, why do we even bother watching bad movies? Yeah. I'm like I could do anything else, <laughs> but I then it makes movies. for a good. It makes for yeah. a fun talk, I yeah. guess. Um, just imagine my face after Venom, and imagine how bad how bad it's going to be after Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I can only assume I'm going to feel way worse than seeing Apocalypse. Apocalypse was bad. Hey, oh my god! I shouldn't even have brought it up, <laughs> so I can bring up the wonderful love story between him and Angel. It's there, not Troy. Even, you just gotta even, watch it again. I'm not even. You just gonna gotta watch it again. It's there. You with a response. It's there, Troy. It is nowhere <laughs> in that movie. It's there. That movie is barely a thing. They loved each other. That's the only love in that movie. Then that movie was <laughs> nothing but hate and venom and sinew venom. spewed. Venom was terrible. Venom was also bad. Fuck. I don't know how it made so much money. God. Um, gluttons for punishment. I guess so. They just want to see Woody Harrelson as fucking Little Orphan Annie in the next one. <laughs> Motherfucker looks like Little Orphan Annie. He does. He does. Just coming in, he looks like a hard knock life. Yeah. Golly. I'm an orphan and I'm going to be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive, right? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> What do we got for some tournament? Oh, I turn them in random movies. Yes. You were right. No one knows what the edge is. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I think I'm the only one that voted for it. <laughs> got like 83 Amazing Spider-Man won with like 83%. Yeah, it did. Jesus. Yes, it did. Which speaking of polls, I got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Before we move on to the tournament. I got a little story to let to to weave for all you guys. So, put out a poll just to, just to get a feeler for if people wanted to see, wanted to hear us review the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh-huh. I'm not saying we do it every week, like every once in a while over the course of the entire summer. It's like mm-hmm. maybe one or two Monday eps a month on it. Yeah, just to throw it out there. Right. Right. Put it out there just to get a poll review. It was it was losing at one point, and then for some reason it got this big surge, and people were like voting like they wanted to see it. So on just out of nowhere, I was like, Troy, I went on Amazon. I saw they have all seven on sale on Amazon right now for twenty bucks. Should I buy it? And he was like, Yeah, sure. I mean, if, if this is going to be the best deal, I don't want to like rent it. But I don't want to rent. Every single one of them and waste a fuck ton of money. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I bought it, and then three days later, 
<laughs> Troy reposts the poll saying that he's like, quote, trying to write the ship, <laughs> campaigning to make sure people vote no. Yeah. On this Fast and Furious shit. And it was, and it started, they started voting no <laughs> yes. after I already bought the fucking thing. So now, completely out of spite, I start, I, <laughs> I used my own followers to, to tell them how Troy fucked me over and I'm pretty sure now it's winning. It is. So it's now, just to spite Troy, I'm going to make him watch every one of those fucking movies. <laughs> There's still 12 hours left. Uh, you won't. Nobody will no hear one, this. No one's going to fucking... Yeah. <clears throat> it's yeah. too late. So just... Uh, so I was willing to let it go. Like I was even willing to bite the bullet if just out of happenstance, <laughs> it would have lost. But the fact that you... After saying... After <laughs> confiding in me... That you would prefer if I would buy it, and then fucking me over by campaigning that people not vote no, put me on a whole other level, and I campaign the fuck out of it. <laughs> Good joke, Just to huh? fuck you over. <laughs> Although I do love that our, our listener OJ was asking if it was, if this was a shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was. It was. <laughs> this is real heat, baby. This is real heat, baby. Because <laughs> I know underneath, this is all fun and games, but underneath you're probably still like, that motherfucker. I saw, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> to be, I to would... be completely transparent, I forgot that you said you <laughs> bought them. And I was like, oh, do I really want to do them? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you you, re you replied with yours and i'm like oh fuck he bought the movies i feel like a complete fucking idiot uh but i still stand by it i still don't want to watch him but it is winning the poll it's probably the closest poll we've had in a while it's the biggest one too there's like <laughs> 20 people have voted <laughs> yeah, in this thing. yeah 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 Pretty close. I just loved that it turned from like just uh just to get a feeler to see what people want to like I was seething yeah, yeah, it went to like a competition where I wanted to beat you so bad. <laughs> More attorneys need to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with Amazing Spider Man winning, we're now moving on to another quarter of a corner final yes. matchup with of course, Children of Men mm -hmm. versus The Day After Tomorrow. Yes. And of course, Troy, I've got my trivia. Mm -hmm. Eight questions. Three from one movie, three from the other. You have to figure out... Oh, and then two from either or. Yeah, right. And then you have to figure out which fact goes to which film. Troy, you ready? Um, It was Children and what Day After Ch Tomorrow? Children of Men versus The Day After Tomorrow. Got it. Here we go. Fact number one. The studio invited scientists to a screening of this film. <laughs> they concluded that it was enjoyable nonsense. Day after tomorrow. It was the day after tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. <laughs> oh, boy, it's a mess it? of a fucking movie. What I can remember, it is a mess. 
Uh, fact number two, Troy. A scene in this film shows actual immigrants entering the country illegally. <laughs> um, children men. No, that's also Day After Tomorrow. Really? Yeah. They actually filmed footage of people crossing, like, like the Rio Grande River <laughs> illegally into the U.S. Oh, boy. And I think they just, like, CG'd, like, snowflakes over it <laughs> to make it look like it's changing. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too, where I was like, isn't that in itself illegal? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Uh, number three, Troy, a mm -hmm. scene in this film caused the Canadian government to reassure its people <laughs> that they are not being invaded by the U.S. <laughs> uh, you kind of threw me off with that immigrant one. Now I don't know. Uh, I'll say children of men. Also the day after tomorrow, no, Troy. What? Yes. There was a scene where I guess they had to use like, they use like Black Hawk helicopters in Canada Oh, and they shit. had to like, and they had to like, actually put out like a bulletin to the Canadian people PSA. to make sure that they knew that the U.S. was not invading Canada. Uh, number four, Troy. The director said he wanted the film to have a documentary feel. Children of Men. That is Children of Men, yeah. Troy. Uh, number f six. One of the most iconic scenes in the film was almost ruined by the director yelling cut, but it was drowned out by the other noise. Hmm. I would uh, probably say Children of Men. Is that that long take? Yeah, it's the long take. Okay. Yeah, Children of Men. Okay. Because he yelled cut at one point, but it was drowned out by, like, a tank, like, shooting off, like, right when he yelled cut, so no one ever heard it. <laughs> They just kept going, eh? So they kept going, and then it ended up being ended up being the yeah the one that they <laughs> like the scene they used in the film. Cool. Uh, number seven? No, I think it's six. Six, yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone got their hands on the script before the film was released and wanted to shoot the whole film with puppets and release it before the actual film. <laughs> day after tomorrow. It was day after tomorrow. That would be great. Yeah. They they didn't do it because, uh, I guess according to the lawyers, they could get sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven. One of the actors based his character on John Lennon. Children of Men. It's Children of Men. Michael Caine plays like a super hippie in it, mm. and he based it off of John Lennon. I don't remember much of Children of Men at all. Yeah, I know. I'm, that's why I'm kind of curious to watch it. Because I keep hearing it's really fucking good. But, like, I remember watching it. And I I, was, I don't know if I was just young enough or I wasn't into movies enough to be like, this is really good. Yeah, I, I remember watching because uh, Dinosaur Neil really liked it. But I was a little underwhelmed by it from what I can remember. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we will, won't we? Or well, maybe. We? Well, maybe we'll see. Will we? Won't we? Will we? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Uh, last one, Troy. Almost every shot in this film contains an animal. Children of Men? It is Children of Men. Okay. I don't remember yeah. any animals in Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've been, like, surprised of, like, no, everyone is holding a mouse! Or some shit. Yeah, like they that. said almost every shot in this movie contains an animal, mostly dogs. I guess, okay. like, especially, like, in the street 
scenes. Like there's mm. like a dog in every scene. Street dog. Street Got dogs. It. Street dog. Uh, sweet. So End up go. getting six Charlie. out of eight of those. There you go. So, uh, Children of Men versus The Day After Tomorrow. I'm sure I got, you already know what your vote is. I think you were like talking shit about Day After Tomorrow. When oh we... yeah, I still will. Even yeah. after it loses, I'll just still talk shit about it. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Children of Men. Fuck I think you, Roland Emmerich. <laughs> yeah, you dope. So there you go, Troy. One more quarterfinal match mm-hmm. before we get into the semis. That's right. Seamies. Yeah. Can't Seamies. wait. Seamies. <laughs> well, I guess that should do it for all this stuff up top. All the house click keeping. What yeah, we gotta sure. do now is jump right into our hot topic of the evening. Hot topic. Our finale of family friendly February. Yeah. We're tossing all the PG movies out the fucking window after this one. <laughs> I want to talk about some violence and some tits after this. <laughs> wow. Some I violent there. tits. <laughs> I want to talk about violent tits. Violent tits the movie. You got it. But tone it back right now. Because we're okay. talking about a friendly I'm bear I'm who sorry. loves his marmalade. I'm sorry. I bet Pending likes tits. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, debuting What Jane... do you think he likes more? His aunt or tits? <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I think it's his aunt. Yeah, Aunt Lucy is definitely over tits. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, debuting January eighteenth of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, with a budget of forty million dollars. That seems less than. Was it more? Wasn't the first one more? Um, let me look. Ah. Or, no, maybe it might have been thirty million. I'm going to find it. One. I'm going to find it. Troy, find it. I'm finding it. I got to go through all my old notes that find Macy scribbled it. in. <laughs> Boss baby. Where's Paddington? Oh, shit. I think I actually put that on my phone and deleted it. Ah, oh, son of a so bitch. So I don't know what it is. Nobody will know, ever. No one will ever anyway, know. Anyway, with a budget of $40 million, domestically, it broke even with that $40 million, the $40.8 million. <sighs> But worldwide, made $227.3 million. Rotten Tomatoes has us at 100%. Still? Yes. Wow. IMDb has it at a 7.9 out of 10. Metacritic, 88%. And everybodyhasalesson.com, or everymoviehasalesson.com, gave it 5 out of 5 stars. They had 5 out of 5 lessons. (laughs) High praise. Um, This... Is the best reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes to date. Really? Yes. It was Toy Story 2. Yeah. With 163 positive reviews and no negatives. Yeah. And this beat it by positive reviews with no negatives. I don't remember what the actual amount of reviews of this were. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... Little also fun fact is that this is Hugh Grant's favorite film of one that he is in. It's Patty really? too. Yes. Hugh oh, Grant's out of favorite. everything that he's done. Out of everything that he's done. It's Paddington 2. I can see that. He had a fun role in this, I think. He did. Got to Well, we'll really, talk more about that as I go in, but got yeah. to really uh you know, expand his palette. Yeah. On his acting palette. Yeah. Play a real, like, self-obsessed Guy. schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. 
Um, oh, I, I'm going to have this one more, one more fact, too. The author of the Paddington books, Michael Bond, got notified that they were doing a sequel of Paddington on his 90th birthday. Ooh. And actually, sadly, passed away <sighs> at age 91. But he was 10 years younger than Aunt Lucy. <laughs> he... Passed away at age 91 the day this film wrapped filming. Wow. I know. It's an odd circumstance, huh? Shit. Really weird. But yeah, uh, he was overjoyed. And he was still making the books as late as 2017. Wow. Paddington, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like, what is Fuck, that? man. What is that? Uh, I want to hang out with Michael Bond and be like, that's some badass fucking shit, dude. That's a sweet fucking tits bear. <laughs> it blew over coast to fucking tits. <laughs> JT, would you do me the kindest pleasure and tell me what happened and pappinged and padding? Happing, papping? I couldn't even say happened again if I tried, uh, but I just did. So what happened in Paddington? Uh, re rejoin. Paddington from the first one where uh-huh. he is living happily with the Browns uh-huh. and has realized that his Aunt Lucy back in Darkest Peru staying at the home for old bears <laughs> right. is turning a hundred mm-hmm. in bear years. Yep. So he wants to find the perfect birthday gift to send her. Yes. And when he comes to a shop and finds a pop-up book that encompasses the essence of London, uh-huh. a place that she's always wanted to visit, he decides that's the perfect gift. But because it's so expensive, right? he has to go get a job. Yes. And when he finally has the money, it seems that there is a shady character that tries to steal said book and almost frame him as the culprit, oh. which sends him to jail. Oh. So what will Paddington do? Will Paddington be able to buy that book for his aunt? Oh my. Or will he even get out of jail at, at all? Oh. And will the culprit get his just desserts? So many questions <laughs> for Paddington 2. That's right. I wear to answer all of them, but immediately forget the questions. Yeah. Henceforward. What the fuck? <laughs> oh no! Ah, there we you, go. You swigged it too quick. I there, swigged JD. it too quick. That s'more bit back. S'more bit. <laughs> So, um, if anyone's a frequent listener to the show, and if anybody has listened to any show since, I did put this movie in one of my top movies of 2018. What number was it, Troy? I think it was, like, number five, somewhere near the middle. I want to say it was, like, four, like, five or four or something. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, one of the late watches I had leading up into the show, and now that I've even had time to, like, sit on it, I don't think... I wouldn't, like, move it around that much in the list. And I would still say it holds strong. Like, me revisiting this movie again made me just, like, I think love it even more. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, This movie is just as charming as the first, if not maybe more. Yeah. They don't have to establish the family now. They can kind of live in that dynamic and Paddington like has a good rapport with everybody, especially Mr. Brown oh, in this. Yeah. Um and then uh Hugh Grant is I think is a better foil 
in this movie yeah. to Paddington than Nicole Even just Kidman following was. his adventures is like, he almost has like kind of like a caper side story. Yes. Where like every time you revisit him, he's like revisiting another major thing in London in disguise, like trying to pull off like a, like a weirdly childlike Mission Impossible type mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where like, he's like, I was like expecting him like rip off like, rubber masks like a mission impossible <laughs> to be like just yes. to have tom cruise underneath yep. yeah he, he like sneaks into a cathedral uh, as tom cruise to rip off the rubber mask to reveal hugh grant <laughs> to rip off another mask and it's jeremy renner and everyone pukes <laughs> uh but yeah i i love the charm in this i love uh, Paddington's uh, naivete in yeah. this. He takes everything so literally uh, that it's, like, adorable the way he, like, interprets things. Yeah. I like the... Especially, like, in prison where everyone is yes. so sarcastic with him. Yes. So then he takes their sarcasm literally. Yes. <laughs> like... And then everyone, he just, like... That that whole prison scene is, like, one of my favorite in, in the whole movie. Yeah. I love the whole time that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like they even like cast people that look like cold blooded killers. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's like he's like warming all of their hearts, <laughs> yes. even down to where they're like they're like like hanging potted plants over their like <laughs> yeah like over their prison cells yeah and like putting up a giant banner that says uh, prison sweet prison. <laughs> it's like even to the point where the warden is telling them all a bedtime story. <laughs> yeah, it goes on the. He goes on to like the the PA to like tell everyone a bedtime story. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> and then um, I I just love the like the the whole nature of the story is like all that Paddington wants to do is get a birthday present yeah. for his aunt Lucy. Yeah, and it is just like the simplest. Most kindest gesture to want to do this yeah. for somebody. Yeah. And th this whole caper, like, comes into play in the middle. And the th all he wants is just to have, uh, like, get a good birthday present. That's it. Like, that's yeah. the main thing of it. Yeah. And so, like, when it does take this roller coaster ride of, like, oh, Willie won't like, get the gift. I, like, actually was, like, feeling... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something for well, like... even when they they have like a scene, and I think you've brought it up before. They have a scene where they show like Paddington going through the pop up book, mm -hmm. and they do like a whole thing where he's imagining like him and his aunt Lucy going through London, but it's in the confines of the pop up book. Yes, where like he's turn every time he turns a page. It's him and his aunt, like, walking through, and it's like, oh, this is this, and this and this, and she's mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I love everything, uh -huh. and stuff like that, where it's like, this movie is, like, selling me on this pop-up book. I want this fucking pop-up book. <laughs> Apparently, there were some promotional pop-up books made Yeah, that was only, like, eight pages long or whatever, but they take, like, the actual, like, pop-ups that you see in the movie. Yeah. And, like, incorporate Paddington or something in them. Yeah. It sold me on this pop-up book. Like, the like him just wandering through all these scenes, but it's still, like, within the confines of the pop-up book. I was like, I want this fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, too, because Macy <laughs> loves pop-up books, and I, all I want is for her to love this movie. <laughs> all I want is for my family to love this movie, and nobody is watching it but me. I don't think... 
the Chelsea Danger's over here talking shit about you, <laughs> and your daughter's like calling you by your first name. <laughs> I had a rough day. <laughs> uh, oh, all because of Paddington too. All because my love for Paddington knows no bounds. But uh, I, the actual like look of this movie, I think is really. Uh, a genuine. Uh, yeah. It's got a little bit of like a Wes Anderson type of look where it's kind of like like bright colors and everything's also like kind of centered in like their framing and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I can see that. But I, 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 the thing that I'll give this over a Wes Anderson movie is it's not so heavy-handed with the Wes Anderson-ness. Yes. Well, I'm just saying it's got the bit of a look, the same yeah. kind of look. Like Tone, especially, yeah, no. especially like the artistic things that they do in this yes. are, are definitely more Wes Anderson-y. Yeah. And I think more in this one than in the first Paddington movie. Yeah. I feel like this one, I don't know what they changed, but I feel like they definitely knew how to really get emotion out of Paddington. Yeah. Like, everything that he does, like, you... I felt way more invested in what he was doing in this than I did in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, they they keep those, like, close-ups on his face when, like, he's in distress or if he's, like, sad. Where, like, they, they're like, no, keep this fucking camera on his face until those motherfuckers <laughs> cry. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit yeah. how long... If, if this camera stays on his face for five minutes, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna make some fuckers cry out there. <laughs> And you know what's fucked up? So, like, every time he does his hard stare, I think it actually works on me. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, shit, is he going to maul these? He is a bear. Yeah. Like, they call where he comes from darkest Peru I'm for a reason. I'm telling you, they got to do a spin <laughs> an adult spinoff where Paddington gets so offended that he rips a room of people apart. Just tears throats out. Yeah. But it, like, when he does the hard stare onto the, like, prison cook, I'm yeah. just like, oh, my God. Like, he looks a, a bit scary. And I was like, oh, shit, he's doing the hard stare. Calm down, Troy. It's okay. But, no, I was <laughs> waiting for it, though, because he, like, he pretty much, like, he does the equivalent of calling his aunt a bitch. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, here comes Hell the stare. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Bitch, you're getting the stare now. <laughs> like, the dad in the first one didn't even go that far, but right. he went that far. <laughs> right. Motherfucker's getting the stare. You bet he is. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Like, even Paddington was like, um, you want to correct yourself real quick there? <laughs> He's like, fuck no, your, mom, your aunt's a bitch. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> You're getting the stare now. You're gonna get it, you. Yeah. I, I just love that he gave him one more opportunity to be like, do you want to take that back? <laughs> are you sure you are you sure you said that? Uh-huh. Like, fuck yeah, I said it. <laughs> You're a handsome bitch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I like the way that it looks. I got I, It has like a nice, like, pastel-y color palette. Oh, yeah, I love the colors in this. Even, like, uh, I don't know, like, like some of them, like, there's some bright ones, but they also have, like, faded ones where it was, like, it still comes off bright. Uh-huh. Like, there, I don't think there's anything, like, super dark about this movie at all. Mm-mm. And that's what I love about it. Even when they went into, like, the prison, at first, it's still, like, bright and chipper, not, like, a dungeon. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, chipper. Yeah. Like, it's great. Yeah, it's grayer. So, like, when they get to the point where 
they start like lighting it up because padding is making everyone be so happy. Like <laughs> there's definitely a difference. Yeah. But nothing ever strikes you as like doom and gloom. Right. Like even like people's problems in this are like not that bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the things that like Paddington helps people with are like very m- minuscule. Right. To like when it's when it gets to where like Paddington's gone and they have to deal with their own problems, it's like, like oh, I lock my keys in my house. Oh, buttocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's what he said or not, but like when I was watching it and you were here and it was just yeah. kind of on the background, he locks himself out of his house. I swear he said <laughs> buttocks <laughs> and I'm like that is an amazing expletive uh yeah it's really good i know i i i know i love that how they uh they find a way to like spread his joy out to the entire neighborhood now like paddington is like mm-hmm. the the best sick- sickness you could ever catch like his infection <laughs> is spreading out into the entire neighborhood now as opposed to just in the brown house right right like, the whole neighborhood adores him. Yeah. Just from his, like, morning routine where he hops on the back of a bicycle and says hello to everybody yeah. down the street. Like, and... he literally has such a routine that he just just unknowingly wanders through the neighborhood onto, like, moving vehicles because <laughs> everything is just timed out to a certain way that he does every single day. Right. Like, he wanders off of a bike onto a garbage truck to help a guy with his crossword puzzle every day. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like, because everyone just follows that routine every single day and doesn't right. even, he just knows it's going to be there for him. Right. Oh my God, so good. Capaldi is great in this as uh, that. Oh yeah, Mr. Curry comes back yeah. as the fucking, he's like the head of security on the block. Uh, yeah, he's like the neighborhood watch. Yeah. Like only person on neighborhood he's like, watch. For some reason, the only guy that just never got Paddington. <laughs> And he's just, like, talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just hates that fucking yeah. bear. He's like the MAGA guy on the block. Where he was like, like, yeah, sure he's helping, but is he really helping? Like, shut up, dude. <laughs> he's cleaning these people's windows. Yeah. To buy his aunt a book. Yeah, but what about me, huh? <laughs> what about the other guys? Shut up, Capaldi. Yeah. Fucking, fuck you, (laughs) Mr. Curry. (laughs) Such an asshole. What a prick he is. Yeah, there's even, like, a scene where it's, like, there's a hermit in this when, like, he just cleans his window and then just happens to see the love of his life across the street. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's, like, even things he does, like, just, like, unwillingly, he's just, like, oh, you just made that guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> just like, by doing just a simple kindness, not even for, like, anything. Yeah. Ends up sparking a relationship. Yeah, yeah like, the guy the guy told him to leave and that he wasn't going to pay him and Paddington did it anyways. And it caused the guy to find the love of his life. Right. <laughs> like, Good for you, Paddington. The fuck, Paddington? <laughs> but that fucking judge... God. You fucked that judge's life up. Yeah, yeah. That judge hates him, and for good yeah. reason. Yeah. I feel like that judge, yeah. If I was that judge, I would be like, yeah, fuck Paddington. <laughs> Not only did he shave my head. But he, sl- he s- slathered marmalade all over my head with hair. <laughs> what happens to him when he's on the train? Doesn't he get like a like shit spilled all over him or something like that? Uh, I think so. I can't remember. 
But yeah, it uh, he gets it. He gets yeah. it all. The whole movie. But yeah, even they even have like a more action packed uh, climax of this yeah. too when they it's like it's them on a train. Yeah, and he has that like. Ladder in a briefcase. That mm. ladder in a briefcase looks badass. Yeah, I kept thinking, I'm like, does that exist in real life? Because it <laughs> looks like it could. I want a ladder in a briefcase. <laughs> I want to go on Amazon and see if we find a ladder in a briefcase. Right, Paddington ladder. <laughs> Paddington does... briefcase ladder. <laughs> does it exist? Question mark. Yeah. But yeah, it. Uh, I would agree that it does have like a more of a, an action-packed ending. I mean, well, the first one kind of like had an actiony ending, but it was more like yeah. a, it was kind like of a, a suspense, ch- yeah, like a, a bit of a chase. Yeah, it was a little, it was a chase like in a museum. Mm-hmm. But here, it's like you're watching two trains, like, <laughs> like side by side, and like Padding's trying to get getting from one to the other, uh-huh. and Hugh Grant's just like fucking them at every end. Yeah, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we even got to the point, like, what, uh, Hugh Grant's even, like, against Paddington 4. Yeah. Um, I suppose we could jump into spoilers. I mean, it, it came out last year. I was I gonna spoil, like, I'm, my whole thing is, like, if it's out on DVD, you have more than enough chance to okay. watch it. So, so we're just gonna spoil it. So, Hugh Grant is kind of like, a a washed up actor. Yeah. And because now he only Stars does like dog food, dog food commercials, which I thought was like amazing when he was first introduced, like on stage. And then Padding comes up on stage with him and he's yeah. <laughs> tells him, he's like, aren't you in the dog food commercials? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, an actor's got to eat dog food. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I really like that line. <laughs> And then uh, later on, you get to actually see a commercial with him, Hugh Grant, dressed yeah. as a dog in a dog food commercial. Yeah. And he actually eats the dog yeah. food. They have, like, a thing at the end where it's, like, not, should not be eaten by, by people or something. Yeah, not to be consumed by humans. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. But anyway, so, like, he is, like, there's, like, this big festival or carnival in town that was... Started by, um, I can't remember what the lady's name is, but this, this like woman about town, this really famous woman. Yeah. And not only did she start this carnival, but she also is the one who created this pop-up book. Yeah. And, uh, there's a legend that she is like such, such a popular figure that people shower her with gifts but she never really accepted them. She just kind of put them in a chest and then hid them away. Mm-hmm. And this book is like a treasure map to that the, that bountiful gifts yeah. of like gold and necklaces and whatever yeah. is in a tr- a treasure chest. Yes. That's what that's yeah. what Hugh Grant is like looking for. Yeah. And so he finds out that this thing exists through just a slip of the tongue of Paddington. Yeah. Goes and. Steals the book from the antique shop right when about Paddington has the, enough money to buy yeah. it. And then Paddington tries to stop him, but in the process, he is accused of the crime. Yes. And then he goes to jail. That's right. Um, what's uh, funny about this is, like, Hugh Grant is, like, a master of disguise because he's <sighs> such, like, like, up in his, like, attic or whatever. He's just got a yeah. bunch of disguises from old his yeah. acting so days. So much so that he's talking to himself through the characters of his costumes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. you look at the mannequin 
that's wearing the costume and then talk in that accent to the mannequin. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's a he's deranged. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> also, I I brought this up when we were watching it, but like I love how like they're like drawing from like the fact that every villain in these in this Paddington series has to be related to someone that, like related to someone that's close to like the plot in some way mm-hmm. like cuz Hugh Grant is like the great grandson of someone that was in the carnival and that's why he knows about the treasure yes yeah <laughs> so it's uh what was the last movie the oh, oh Nicole Kidman was, was the, the great granddaughter of the uh, explorer, the explorer right? that met the the bears in Darkest Peru. Uh, I kind of want to bring up. This doesn't ruin the movie for me at all, but it's a yeah. bit of a continuity error Mm-mm. in the very beginning of this movie. His aunt and uncle are sitting on that bridge. Yeah, and his uncle's wearing the hat, and he wouldn't have had the hat until after that explorer got there. And that explorer was there when they had Paddington, I think. No, it, no, it wasn't. Are you sure? Yeah, no, Paddington wasn't there when that explorer showed up. Okay, I thought he was. <laughs> no, I don't remember Paddington being there. Okay, well, still up for debate. Because <laughs> I swear Paddington was there when the explorer was there. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't Who think knows? Paddington was there. All right. All right, then maybe it's not an error. I yeah. thought I, I thought I caught something. <laughs> I, I swear, I Paddington was. So if not I go in... to IMDb right now and look up goofs, <laughs> it won't be there. I'm pretty sure Paddington wasn't in the in the beginning scene with them because it was supposed to be about like how he met the aunt and uncle, and that's where they became, where they were hooked on the marmalade sandwiches. I don't think they ever really show how Paddington became part of their family. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there were other bears there, but there, but the only two that he really communicates with are uh, are uh, Aunt Judy and uh, Uncle Pastuzo or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's got a weird name. I can never he does. remember that. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So then Paddington, he ends up going to jail yeah. for a crime he did not commit. Yeah. And inside jail, he is a fish out of water. Yeah. Like, the thing I love the most about Paddington in this is, like, yeah, he gets sad when shit is, like, goes bad for him. But he's, he's still, like, super selfless about it, where he's like, well, I guess I'll make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or it's like, yeah. the fuck, you're going to jail for something you didn't do. Right. He's like, well, I'll still see my family, like, every month or so. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it, Paddington. <laughs> Think of all the good friends I can make in yeah. prison. Like, what the fuck, Paddington? <laughs> I don't even know if he says that, but yeah. I, I can You're going to hard-ass jail, Paddington. <laughs> hard-ass jail. Yeah. There's a man called Knuckles in there. Yeah. You know what he probably did? Probably punched a guy. Probably punched a guy at least. <laughs> at least. That's a very least. You don't get the nickname Knuckles at least punching one person. Right. Knuckle sandwich anyone? Oh my Come god. On. Marmalade sandwich anyone. <laughs> um Oh, just <laughs> the 
and, and I'll, I'll I'll get to what the point I was gonna say. But like I love so when he goes in there, and he makes friends with nobody, right? Yeah. Even steps in even more when he throws a red he sock throws a into red the laundry. Sock in the laundry. <laughs> now everyone's uniform is pink, <laughs> so they hate him even more. Yeah. But somehow he gets onto the cooking staff. How does that happen? Oh, uh, well, that's one of my favorite scenes when they they talk about like. Paddington talks about how he's not too fond of the food, and they're like, well, right. if you don't like the food, you should talk to the cook. You should talk to Knuckles. No <laughs> one talks to Knuckles. <laughs> yeah. So he goes up there, and then Knuckles is like, oh, do go on. Tell me what's wrong with my food. And he's like, oh, okay. And then just, <laughs> just fucking just lays into how shitty his food is, and he like Knuckles is fucking seething. Uh-huh. And then he even does that thing where like he like squirts ketchup on his apron. He's like, oh, no. I think I know what gets it out. Mustard, right? And he just, like, sprays mustard all over him, and he's just, like, rubbing it all in. Like, <laughs> that whole scene is just... Brendan Gleeson is fantastic in this, because he's just staring at his bear as he's just fucking his life up with his fucking ketchup and mustard. Like, he is so fucking mad. So then uh, Knuckles picks him up like he's going to punch him in the face, and then... Uh, Patton grabs his emergency marmalade sandwich and stuffs it in his mouth, mm-hmm. and then he just stops and chews on it, and he's like, this is delicious. Where mm-hmm. was this? And then he brings up marmalade, and he's like, okay, you're on my staff, uh-huh. and makes him make marmalade for him. Yep. Uh, then they become uh, best of friends in the kitchen after a good hard stare. Yeah. They be, they earn respect from each oh, other. God, I love that. <laughs> he tries to get that those orange sacks down, <laughs> and, and then like and they all fall on him. Like, well, maybe you should just do it one at a time. And then they do that longer than needed to be seen, where he's taking one orange at a time and placing it on the table and counting them. <laughs> god damn it, Patting is so fucking good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so they end up wowing the entire, uh, jailhouse with their marmalade sandwiches to the point where, like, they incorporate more things that, uh, the other prisoners know how yeah. to cook to end up making mealtime at the prison, like, a thing to look forward to now. And, like, the one thing that I love the most, Molly brought it up when we were watching, it was like, they're like all desserts. <laughs> Are these people going to eat any protein? They're just going to eat nothing but cupcakes and jellies for their whole stay in prison. That's right. Everyone gets type two diabetes. Yeah, everyone's going to lose their foot as they're getting out of as they're getting out of jail. <laughs> There's going to be a truckloads of insulin that just needs to be imported to the jail. He's gonna fuck. They got to truck all that shit in. <laughs> Everyone's gonna fucking have to check their check their meters or whatever. Uh, everyone's, just, everyone's just in the bathroom pricking their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, check your sugars. That uh, check your sugars, knuckles. That uh, turns everybody around, and everyone loves Paddington now to the point where when the Brown family visits Paddington at jail. And then they introduce, like, all of his new friends that he made when they all pop up in the yeah, window. they're all just I there. love that scene. <laughs> they're all hardened criminals, too. <laughs> yeah. Even Mr. Brown brings it up, too. It's like, they're all criminals. <laughs> yeah, I also like that. It's like, we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. All you did was turn off the light. 
the microphone's that switch. I really like that. He's just like, oh, uh, sorry. Mr. Brown in this is also fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's I love Mr. Brown more and more after everything, even mm-hmm. down to where he's, uh, oh, what the fuck is it? Like, what was his nickname when he was like, Bullseye Brown? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I fucking love Bullseye Brown. <laughs> when he whips that baseball into the coconuts yeah, they or whatever. Yeah, they have the carnival scene where he's just, he's got the long hair yeah. and he throws that fucking baseball and knocks over all three bottles. <laughs> like, they like bounce off each other and he's just like standing there like, like a fucking debonair fucking like James Bond. The walk. And then fucking, the, the, the wife just like goes over and just like swoons over him. Like, uh-huh. oh my God. Mr. Brown is the fucking best yes i love him so much in this i also love it too that uh he's having like a midlife crisis in the beginning and paddington's like he's doing weird things like drinking only weird blended vegetables and painting his hair (laughs) (laughs) uh i know and they're even like kind of like following the kids where like the son is more like the daughter was in the first one where Mm -hmm. like he's He's being very weird about the things that he likes. Right. Where he's like, that's not cool. Right. Trains aren't cool. Right. So now everyone calls me J-Dog or yeah, whatever J- it was. Yeah, something like, yeah. And he has to wear weird glowing glasses. <laughs> right. The weird <laughs> slat shades. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Uh, and then um, one of my f- uh, favorite like little cameos. So in the first movie... Mr. Brown, like, infiltrates that explorer's office in that maid outfit. Yeah. Runs into that that's right, the thirsty guard security back. guard. Yeah, that's And in right. this... He comes back, and then he's thirsty over <laughs> the Hugh Grant nun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's f- I found out is that that guy's the director of these movies. Really? Yes. Oh, And my he just, God. like, loves reprising this thirsty security guard. <laughs> Of very masculine women. Yes. He just wants to bang a man-looking chick. Oh, it's so good. He's, like, running after him and trying not to spill his tea at the same time. It's so good. I loved that scene. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, I remember he came back in this, like, oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) He wanted to bang Hugh Grant nun so bad. (laughs) One good-looking sister. Uh, it was it was good. It was I also so love like that whole scene was fucking awesome too. Where like Hugh Grant is like trying to uh, evade the security when he's trying to get that letter from uh, the pop up book, mm-hmm. and then like he finally escape like he kind of escapes and then gets down to like into like the church area and then he turns the nun robe inside out to make it into a priest robe uh-huh. and then just gets away like oh my god it's fucking badass yeah it's really good yeah everything in this is really well thought out all yeah. that kind of stuff like that i know like they there's a lot of genres are juggling with in this where none of it feels like it's out of place like mm-hmm. there's a, it's like a caper with hugh with hugh grant's thing but then it's like a it's kind of like a mystery with the mom trying to catch hugh grant right and then it's like a, and then you're like in prison. They do like a prison story with, with Paddington. Yep. And then they have like a like a, like a really cool action scene on the train at the end. Yeah. Like there's so many things they're juggling with in this, and then they all fit together so well. Yeah. It's just a, 
And then none of it is like mean spirited. It's just all fun all the way through. Right. Yeah. I, that's like my favorite part because if anything was like any like uh, negative in this movie, I don't think I'd be like into it as much, but everything has such a positive spin on it. Even like Hugh Grant is kind of like, yeah, he's the bad guy, but he's kind of like a bumbling. Yeah. Kind of like dope. I know that's kind. Of, I think that's kind of think why I like him as the antagonist more than Nicole Kidman because Nicole Kidman is just a stone cold murdering psychopath. Yeah, she comes off as really cold and cruel. Yeah, whereas Hugh Jackman in this, like, he just he's just a greedy, like a greedy yeah. pompous dick. Yeah, who's like everything about him is just like he almost he gives himself away just because of. How into himself he is, because yeah, yeah. he keeps talking about how amazing the eyes are of the sus- of the suspects. Right, <laughs> like yeah. the mom, like mom's just like having just a regular conversation with him, and he's talking about how how striking all of the eyes of the suspects are when the suspects are just him. Yeah. <laughs> like, really oh, they're, they're they're amazing blue eyes, like they're they're pencil sketches, they're not even blue. <laughs> I didn't tell you what color the eyes were. Oh, I can just and imagine. And he just stares at her, and they're just huge blue eyes staring at her. And he's just giving himself away just staring at her. Uh, like, he's so into himself that he almost wants to get caught so that people will know how amazing he is. I think another one of my favorite scenes, too, is when they try to get Hugh Grant out of the house to like look for clues like because they think that he is the the bad guy all along with a not for sure yet. Yeah. And so like he goes to leave and to meet some phony meetup, but he forgets his scarf (laughs) at home. Yeah. The agent that talked about his hot buns. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They do like a whole thing with the kids where they go and visit his agent and she keeps talking about how she has these warm buns. Right. And they're, they film the whole thing so that they can call him with the agent's voice to get him out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then they leave in the warm buds. So it's just like, 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 oh, I love those buns. Beg your pardon? Got some warm buns. <laughs> he just, he's just, he's like both like appalled and like complimentary about it. Like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so when he's going to leave to for his phony meeting or whatever, forgets his scarf, goes back into the house and meets up with the Browns there. He's like, what are you doing in my house? Well, I'm your insurance salesman. Yeah. And your wife's here? In your pajamas? <laughs> yes, of course. In my house? <laughs> yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The wife's like, well, everything's in order here. (laughs) I think we should probably be going. Yeah. I just, all that like goofy stuff. I really like. Um, so anyway, all in all, like near the end of this, um, this movie pulls a total toy story three on you too. Yeah, it does. I was like, what the fuck are they going to do? Right. So, they got, it's like near the end of this train chase, uh, they found, like, Hugh Grant did find out the code to find this treasure in this organ. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's an organ, right? Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, because it's a play of the notes to open it. Right. And then, uh, oh shit, what happens from here? 
Paddington grabs the pop-up book because the only way to clear his name is if he gives the police the pop-up book with Hugh mm. with Hugh Grant's fingerprints right, on it. Right, 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 right. So then he steals it after he opens it, but then it closes, and he can't remember the sequence, so then he chases Paddington through the train. Mm-hmm. God. And then it's a big thing where the son, who's ashamed of being of loving trains is driving the train and just repeatedly saying, I love trains. <laughs> <laughs> so like that train is following the Hugh Grant train, like just in this huge, like high speed train right. chase. Right. Where like Paddington's trying to get back onto the son's train from Hugh Grant's train. And then <laughs> Hugh Grant throws him into a car and dislocates it from the rest of the train. And then he crashes into the, into like a pond or a lake right. or something. Right. And they do like a total Toy Story 3 moment where the wife tries to open the door, but she can't because it's padlock closed. And then Padding just stops her yeah. and holds her hand where I'm like, what is, what's happening? Right. <laughs> no. I, that, I was totally thinking that in this family movie, he <laughs> was going to have this horrible, watch depressing. watch Paddington drown. Right. But, um... To their beck and call, the escaped Knuckles and two... Knuckles and two other guys. Um, two other convicts escape from prison and fly in a plane yeah. and end up, like, oh, just kind of by happenstance coming across this, right? Yeah. It, this is a definite, like, sure yeah, part of the it, movie. Where yeah, they, yeah. Just, they just happen to land in the same body of water that Paddington's drowning in. Right. So that they could work together to open the door right. to get Paddington out. Right. A big deus ex machina type thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like it all wor- it all worked so well because he's already built these previ- previous relationship in the prison. Yeah. They like redeem themselves yeah. as these like terrible men now. Even during like the end credits heroes. even during the end credits they do like a whole thing where it's like prisoners Prisoners exonerated for being good people or something. <laughs> yeah. just, they just go out of their way to just be like, yeah, they're, they seem to be good guys after all, so they're paroled. <laughs> right. Uh, but and then at the end of the day, the book is destroyed, right? No, it's held into evidence, so oh, you can't okay. buy it. Right, right, right. This is, to be honest, this is the part, like, yeah, the whole thing where, like, he almost drowns over, that's pretty sad, but for some reason... This is the part that was like I was feeling it, like I was about ready to choke up. Uh huh. Where, yeah, there everyone shows up at the Brown House because Paddington was like sick for three days, and he sh- wakes up like, oh no, it's Aunt Lucy's birthday. I didn't get her a present. Uh huh. And then they, she go, he goes downstairs, yes. and everyone's down there, and then he's like, well, we knew that we couldn't bring London to her, so we did the next best thing, mm-hmm. and then the doorbell rings. Like, oh motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, so this is when <laughs> I watched it for the first time. I'm like, no, they didn't. Yeah. They fucking didn't. Like, his whole walk to the door, I was like, I was feeling like I was starting to choke up more. Like, <laughs> I know. Are you fucking kidding? No. Yes. Like, they did it's, it. it's the most logical thing. And then, like, the movie is so good because they play on that throughout the whole thing. Like, there's so many scenes where. Like, Paddington's just imagining him being with his Aunt Lucy and, like, just, like, brightening her day in some way. Or yes. Like, whether it's, like, 
them walking the pop-up book or like there's like another scene where like he's back in Peru and he's just there with her and she's like I'm so happy you're here mm-hmm. and like hugs him and stuff so it's like you you like you're like aching for them to like be back with each other mm-hmm. and then when he fucking opens that door and then he hugs her I'm like motherfucker <laughs> I literally had a tear running down my face god when damn he it. goes Happy birthday, Aunt Lucy. Oh my and I'm God. just like, holy fuck. Like, you get that. Yeah, like, and then it's, like, it's like her 100th birthday, too. So, like, you know that she's probably not going to be on, on this earth much longer. <laughs> so, you're like, All this is it. probably one of, like, this is going to be, like, one of the last, like, major times they get to spend with each other. And he, he loves her so fucking much. <laughs> it's the perfect storm of love. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it hit me so hard in this that I'm like, how could I not love this movie? Like, at every the end? terrible thing Paddington goes through in this movie is because he loves his Aunt Lucy so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. So that when he actually gets the opportunity to see her one more time. When he never thought he'd see her again, I was like, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> this is it. You literally found the one scene where you did so little, but did so much at the same time. No. I want to, I, I feel like I need to go into the next room and ball my fucking eyes out. <laughs> It'd be a point. That's why I want Chelsea and Macy to see this so bad. Just for the best finish yeah. of a movie that I've seen in a while. Yeah. That totally is the sum of all of its parts. Yeah. Everything's leading to this one moment. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's a small moment. The fact that the movie only al- almost made me watch him die. <laughs> and yet I got more emotional over him giving his aunt a hug. <laughs> is saying I something. I know. In... The, okay, so in my review for the best of 2018, Chelsea, you need to watch Paddington 2. I saw the end of it. Did you cry? I picture Troy crying. <laughs> you cannot say you did not get emotional during that. I didn't see the rest of the movie. Like, see that uh, you need to watch the rest of the movie. It's all a build. Me, she's a big bear. Yeah. Yeah. She's 100 years she's old. She's 100 years old. I'm it's a, not spoilers. It's not right in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> no, everything Paddington goes through is for his aunt. And the fact that he did it thinking he'd never see her again. And then he does. And she's the very never end. seen London. And she's all, it's been her dream to see London. Yeah, you are so soft on this movie. I don't, I've never seen you connect with a kid's movie like this except for Coco. Coco's still a good movie. It is good. <laughs> But anyway, all I want is for you to watch this movie with me and Macy to watch it and give me a hug at the end and not call me by my first name (laughs) or hit me in the face. She doesn't do that. She did do it today. And she put me through the ringer. So. You know. Loves a fucked up thing. She loves you. I know she does. But anyway, so that's. That is Paddington 2. That is Paddington 2. It's a great... It's a great movie. Yeah. It still rings true to one of my favorite movies of 2018. Would this movie have made your top 10 list? Well, you know I keep my lists to watch until I've watched everything I want to watch for 2018. I think 
I think this made number six for me. Oh, hear that. It's good. See it's danger. so goddamn. I, I know. I'd make fun of myself too. <laughs> but it literally is so fucking good. Yes, like, it is. It, yeah, it's even, it's leaps and bounds better than the first one, I would say. The, I don't think it's like leaps and bounds better. But I do think it is superior yeah. than the first one. Uh, yeah, maybe one. not leave some bounds, but I think, like, even, like, the things that Paddington, that the first Paddington does, like, Paddington 2 takes it and finds a way to make it more emotional and, yeah. like, make you connect to it more. Yes, 100%. So what would you grade Paddington 2? Oh, for sure an A+. Plus. Yes, A+. Plus. <laughs> it wow. is an A+. Plus, there's a reason it's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. You keep dogging on this movie. Do- you like, hate you, Paddington, I don't, don't you? Hate Paddington. Yeah. I just haven't seen it enough. I guess. I'm a softy. I'm sure I'll get into it. Mm. You're just if pushing. Only. You're like such a. a little, I so I never pusher. want you to watch anything anymore. <laughs> Except for this what? one movie. I want you to lock yourself in a room and wait for me. <laughs> you push Macy, too. You're like, want to watch the bear movie? God, the bears? And she never... You can just tell she's like, what is your deal, Dad? Like, <laughs> she did watch real. the first, like, 20 minutes of it with me. She's too little. I think it's not... She loved like, the bears. Yeah, but then when it's, like, serious stuff without bears, she just doesn't care. I know. She's yeah. not even too... She's not a fan of Knuckles. Knuckles is great in this, though. Oh my God, I love everything Brendan Gleeson's in. <laughs> Dude is fucking awesome. He's great. He's an angry cook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's Hagrid. No, he's not Hagrid. Oh, he he's like the lazy-eyed guy from. That's it. I knew he was from Harry Potter. I'm like, there's something yeah. with Harry Potter. I think. Well, Molly said it. Ah, fuck, what was it? Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There it is. Yeah, it hmm. was him. Hmm. Oh, now you don't like it. Now you. Oh, like I'm rethinking F minus. <laughs> Troy Pettin is made by the same people that made Harry Potter. Is it really? It is. Of course, that's why it's good. Now I'll watch it. Oh. <laughs> God damn. I love Harry Potter. Harry Potter's not bad. I'm just like, it's God, good. I'm over it's it. It's damn good. Anywho. Uh, I've been saying that, I think, for everything tonight. Anywho. Anywho. Uh... Well, Anything else that you've been into this last week, JT? Uh, well, Troy, I finished True Detective Season 3. Whoa. I still have yet to start that. <laughs> it's, I'm going to say it's pretty close to on par with the first season. Oh, yeah? I liked it a lot. Second season blew. Second season sucked. <laughs> yes. The first one, was good. I think, is probably still the best. Mm-hmm. But the third one is pretty close to on par with it. Okay. Because I think they, they go back to, like, that idea of playing with the idea of, like, how a case really messes with a detective, like, throughout his entire career. Uh-huh. Especially with, like, playing from three different timelines. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, they even do things to kind of tie it into the first season of True Detective. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's really good. I... Freaking uh, Stephen Dorff in this mm-hmm. is awesome. Dorff, <laughs> really? The yeah, Dorf man. Yeah, from Blade. What a Dorf. Yeah, <laughs> from Blade. 
fucked up the fucking food chain. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not doing shit like he's he's really fucking good in this. All right. Like and he plays throughout all the timelines too. Like I don't know, it's just really, really Spoilers. good. Um not necessarily a spoiler, but uh <laughs> see danger you're screwing me up here. <laughs> Can't concentrate with you in the room. I did hear that it had a bit of a flat finale. Is that true? I don't... I wouldn't say it's flat. I think people were getting into it expecting, like... I think it's kind of like how I think people took the first season. Because I think that got... A lot of people got in the first season where they were expecting this big, huge, like, climax. Where it's like, who is it? Oh my god, who is it? And then it's like... Like, it's just a guy that you came across at a certain point. Mm. Like, you're... The, the thing, I think, about the True Detective series is it's not about the case. It's about the detective that's on the case. Mm-hmm. And, like, how it... How, like, this obsession will affect him throughout his entire career and, like, his entire life, mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay. And that thing, that's what they're doing... They do in this as well. Where it even, like, affects his wife... Because she, like, writes a book on it, and, like, it gets to a point where he starts questioning, like, are you with me because you love me, or are you with me because you love this case? And, like, the one bit of success you got was writing about this case. Are you just using me because, like, I'm the closest thing you have to this case? Mm. So, like, they play a lot with that, which is really interesting, and they play a lot with, like, the relationship between him and his partner, yeah, it, it's just really good. I just really dug it. And, like, yeah, like I said, Steven Dorff's really good. Um, uh, the woman that plays his wife is really good. Mahershala Ali's good. It's just all around just fucking good. Great. I really dug it. I do want to get to it sooner than later before, like, nobody gives a shit anymore. But even then, I'll be like, I don't care. Yeah. Just watch it. I don't care. No, I don't talk good. to anybody anymore. And uh, I I watched a few more episodes of Crashing. I think I'm like on episode five now, mm-hmm. and still good. And <laughs> I was telling Molly this before I left, but he's currently in a relationship with a woman that reminds me a lot of like my relationship with my ex, mm. or like I'm like spending a lot of the time like wanting to scream, "Get out while you still can!" <laughs> yeah, where like. Like, they do, like, a lot where he's, like, kind of happy just slowly progressing through the comedy scene. And she's just, like, pushing him where it's like, you should be famous. You Mm. should do this. You should talk to that guy. Mm. We should go to this together. But then, like, still expecting him to, like, spend as much time with her as possible. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, no. (laughs) This is not going to end well. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, and because, like. Pete Holmes plays, like, a guy that's, like, so naive when it comes to love. Like, I was in that exact same boat, in that exact same relationship, where I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like it, it's so weird, because it's like, you're so much older than me, but you're making the same mistakes I did. <laughs> like, get out. Just stop. Get out while you still can. Like, there's so many friends being like, did you think about this? I was like, yeah, I did, but, you know... I I, I, I I think I'm doing the right thing. We're like, no, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, brother. So, still good, though. Crashing. It is good. I, I Yeah, I, crashing is good. I liked it when it 
uh, I like that whole first season. I haven't gone back into it yet. Yeah, though. I'm digging it. It's it's real good so far. Solid gold. And uh, I rented a film uh, called The Death of Stalin. Mm-hmm. I went into it just because I was listening to a podcast where Leonard Malton said it's his favorite movie of last year. Oh. So I went and saw it. It's really fucking fun. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, it's all about, it takes place like in 1953, I think, around the the death of Stalin. Right. And uh, it's just, it's so good because they play on the, they play on like the paranoia of everyone that was around him at that time. Uh-huh. Where it's like, it's one of those movies where it's. It's funny because it's so absurd, but then at when it's all said and done, it goes back to being depressing because you realize <laughs> that it was probably not too far off from what was really happening. Mm, okay. Like, it, it definitely plays itself up like a comedy. Yeah. But it's like, the, the material they play with is dark as fuck. Okay. Like, there's literally scenes where, like, the head of, like, the police force in Moscow... Which, like, their sole job was to go out, like, in the wee hours of the night to gather up people to execute in jails. <laughs> was like, so, like, the head of the guy is, like, wandering through this prison, like, just, like, talking over regular business stuff while you're hearing gunshots in the background. Oh, shit. But it's, like, all done, like, just matter-of-factly, like, another day on the job. Uh-huh. But, like, the whole movie is so funny just based on the fact that everyone is so paranoid that nothing gets done <laughs> like especially like after stalin dies like no uh, one knows who's gonna take power next so they're all walking on eggshells around each other unless they get an opportunity to like get one up on somebody and then they just they rush as fast as they can hmm. like it's really fucking funny hmm. okay like the first scene alone is like just it's just like almost like a cold open really where you're watching this orchestra play and like it's all done, everyone's leaving, and then the he- the head of it gets a phone call, and it's Stalin, and he's like, "Hey, can I get a recording of uh, your orchestra from tonight? I I kind of feel like listening to some classical music." And the guy's like, oh, "Fuck, did we record it?" And they're like, "No." So he's like, he rushes out and like locks the doors and keeps as many people in as he can, and then realizes like half the stadium's empty. So then he hires someone. To bring in as many villagers as possible that are just wandering the streets. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the conductor, like, gets injured or, like, passes out or something. So they, like, go across... They, they go throughout town to find the nearest conductor (laughs) to conduct this orchestra so they can do the entire show over again at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) Jesus. So they can record it so they can send it to Stalin. That's how paranoid everyone was. Holy shit. Like, it's... And it's... Like, that kind of tone, it, like, plays up throughout the whole fucking movie. It is, it's pretty hysterical. Okay. And Steve Buscemi plays, like, uh, Khrushchev. Okay. Okay. So, it's, like, it's it's a fun movie. I would definitely suggest right. it. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Shit, if Leonard Maltin gives it his praise. Yeah. That's for me. Leonard Maltin's my homeboy. I don't know if I've ever told you oh, that Oh, yeah, you you guys are close? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Call him Lenny? <laughs> that's right. Len boy, <laughs> Len boy. <laughs> that does. That sounds bad. Um, anything else? That's all I'm into. Troy. Um, I well, I had a bit of a busy weekend, so I wasn't into. Yeah, I figured he had some stuff going a, on. A whole lot. 
Um, but I did watch, uh, I ended up getting that DC universe app. Yeah. Did I tell you that last week? Yeah. You talked about <laughs> doom patrol. Uh, so I watched the second episode of it. Um, still good. Still strong. Okay. Um, it, uh, it's still kind of like doing a thing where it's like throwing in adult stuff for the sake of being adult only. And I think that's like the one detriment to everything that the DC Universe app has for its own original content so far. But uh, me and Ghost Hunter Dave were talking that like we both think that like this app is not for children. And I really <laughs> and I can't remember if I brought up last week or not, but like even the pilot episode of Doom Patrol had a full on two full on sex scenes in it. Yeah. Uh, with full nudity and was very explicit in its language for the sake of just having that stuff in there. Yeah. And uh, the plotting and the actual story is good. I think those are really well told, but it's just the script and the dialogue, I think, is just not... Uh, it's It doesn't have a mature take on it. Gotcha. It's, it still feels a little adolescent, maybe I should say. But but all in all, though, I still think Doom Patrol is a pretty solid show. Gotcha. It's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty good take on the characters, and I'm am enjoying it so far. Right on. And it's fun that it comes out week to week too, because like yeah. it's one of the things that like I usually binge anything I watch now, and now yeah. it's like forcing me to wait yeah. like weeks at a time. So I'm like, okay. Not weeks at a time, but a week at a time. But yeah. I'm still, I'm digging it. And that's pretty much the only thing I was into this All last right. week. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, JT. Yes. If people want to talk about adult-natured things with you, where could they do so? It said Bucky Furwin on <laughs> Twitter. Also Bucky Furwin on Instagram. And I want Bucky Furwin on Snapchat. Troy. Now that family-friendly February is over. <laughs> Let the swear and violence <laughs> and nudity gates open. You can let all your debauchery fly on uh, at Troy to the Max on Twitter, or you can hit us both up at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. Uh, we have all of our shows uploaded onto uh, Pod uh, Review Review Pod.podbean.com. And you can listen to us also elsewhere on like any podcasting site we are like a stitcher spotify google play um google Podcasts. that's the same thing youtube <laughs> if you want apple Podcasts is what the other one i was searching yes. for and if you listen to us there then uh rate and review us there because if you like the show helps other people find the show if you want to write in you're more than welcome to do so at review review pod at pod or at uh, gmail.com yes gee whiz Kinda, Gee whiz, Gmail. Kind of botched that one up a little bit, but everyone gets the gist of it. I say it every show. Yeah. If you didn't get it all, go back and listen to a <laughs> Go back and listen show. to the tail end of any other episode. <laughs> what, uh, what do we got coming up next week, JT? Well, Troy, I brought it up to you and you are on board in honor of Captain <laughs> Marvel. Yes. We're going to be spotlighting... The time period of Captain Marvel, the 90s. Yes. And since it is a strong female character, we're going to be talking about female-centric 90s films. Mm -hmm. And my first pick, since uh, we're doing our first week of it, 
I'm going to be going with one that I've always been curious to watch. It's it's pretty prevalent in uh, in the culture, but I've never seen it. I don't even I barely know what it's about. Okay. But I really want to see it. I know how it ends. I just I want to see it. And it's free on uh, Amazon. Okay. Thelma and Louise. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I barely know what it's about. Uh I think it's like two women on the run from something. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to see it. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. So in honor of Captain Marvel, 90s female-centric films for the month of March... Really sticking it to those Rotten Tomatoes Stick it trolls. to those Rotten Tomatoes trolls. <laughs> For next week, we're doing Thelma and Louise. Solid gold. All right, sweet deal. Awesome. A classic movie that neither one of us has seen. How exactly. Exactly. It? That's how I roll. Sweet deal. Coming so up. So try and do that. So try and up that one, Troy. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to pick something else. And I'm like, oh, don't. I might pick that one. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. So, Thelma and Louise. I'll let you know my pick come Thursday. Okay. Well, Thursday for the listeners, Wednesday for you. Yeah. Peek behind the curtain there. We'll record a day before it comes out. Or you can make me wait more because it's, I think it's Captain Marvel comes out, uh, comes out Oh yeah, that comes out on the 7th. Yeah. So it'll be two weeks. So two weeks. All right. Good freaking deal then. Okay. Well, next This coming Monday, we have our review for The Umbrella Academy coming Mm -hmm. up. Both finished it on the Netflix. Yeah. So check out what we thought there on Monday. Yep. Give you a little bit more time to finish it before we give our big spoiler-filled review. You betcha. Um, But that'll be it for the show, I think, JT. Yes. So join us Monday for Umbrella Academy. Uh, But until then, I have been Short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off.